Hey guys, we have an incredible podcast coming your way. We're going to teach you exactly how to look great, feel strong at your ideal body weight. How? By teaching you about the latest innovations and the discoveries about hormones, the herbs, the natural approaches that will help you to optimize your stem cells, your mitochondria. Please stay tuned. This is a show you must listen to. We are what we eat, how we sleep, how much activities we do, and also, most importantly, our thoughts. Now, Dr. Goldhammer is going to take us down a road of saying the only way to help jumpstart this system is to start with a five or 10 day fast, uh, possibly even as many as a 40 day medically supervised fast. One of the most important subjects, and that is weight loss and energy now. Based on an original book I wrote several years ago, and we're going to go through the principles, some of the cartoon caricatures that were put together. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's jump right to my first part of the segment, and that has to do with an interview. Doctor who believes in 40-day water fast. Now, as you may know, I'm not a big fan of fasting. However, the appropriate transition to the right foods, which is plant-based oil-free. Now, there is discussions about some areas that I think you'll see I agree to disagree or agree with. And let's have some fun right now. What we need is to figure out a way to escape the dietary pleasure trap and actually give the body a chance to heal itself. How do you do that? Uh, what we do is education. So we teach people about the fact that health results from healthful living. And from our viewpoint, healthful living involves diet, sleep, and exercise. So we teach people how to make sure they prioritize their sleep, that they get appropriate activity, and that they control what they put in their mouth. And from our viewpoint, that diet is a whole plant food diet that's SOS-free. And as you know, SOS is the international symbol of danger. It also stands for chemicals that we add to food that fool the satiety mechanisms in our brain, lead to systematic overeating, and lead to the metabolic syndrome that's in, uh, epidemic today. And so get that real clear. We are what we eat, how we sleep, how much activities we do, and also, most importantly, our thoughts. Now, Dr. Goldhammer is going to take us down a road of saying the only way to help jumpstart this system is to start with a five or 10 day fast, uh, possibly even as many as a 40 day medically supervised fast. I'm going to tell you the only reason these programs are not able to embody a transition directly to the way, right way of living is because they're leaving out the power of the mind, what I call neuroreprogramming. But let's hear them through because there's some amazing facts regarding uh, selecting the window of eating and allowing the body to clear up uh, potentially rogue cells, as we will define as tumor cells, and uh, harmful byproducts associated with that. So it's, it is a potential best way to overcome addictions, chemicals, and he just got done mentioning SOS, salt, oil, and sugar. Let's go further here. And that metabolic syndrome is responsible for contributing to the diabetes, the high blood pressure, the autoimmune disease, and some forms of cancer. 
So when people are educated about that, they can make a decision to make, you know, make sure they're sleeping, exercising, eating properly. Some people, that's not enough. They need a little extra help. And that's where we have uh, an inpatient facility where people can come in and, and live in a controlled setting so that they can go through fasting if necessary safely. They can make the dietary changes and they can get educated about what it's going to take to actually get well. And once people experience getting well, sometimes they're motivated to comply. What does O stand for in SOS? So I think the definition is quite clear. Many people in their own environment are following certain uh, paths that are not conducive to good health. They're going through drive throughs They're under a lot of stress. I don't have time to make foods. You, you know what my solution is? I don't have time to make foods. And, and you might think this is rather extreme. Yet it's very practical, and it has served me for a better part of 44 years. My secret weapon I wrote about in my book years ago, and in, in this book, uh, as I re- referenced in the beginning of the show, it was uh, copyrighted 1991. Here we go. Let's, let's just uh, jump in on this cartoon and see what I mean by that. The Delgado Tote. Here's uh, someone about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, maybe it's towards lunchtime, you know, 12 noon, quarter after, and the fellow employee walks up and goes, here, would you like a candy snack? And an image of me at, the, at a desk, no thanks, I have mine, the Delgado Cool Tote. I got to tell you, for a better part of 44 years, I make sure kind of like kids are sent with their school lunch, I pack enough food to get me through from breakfast, lunch, and dinner because sometimes um, I'm researching and creating and doing things throughout the day. And it it just helps that if I go to uh, a dinner or I go to meet with someone at their house and they're offering me things that I really don't want to eat, I'm already satisfied. And I can say, thank you, I've already eaten. And uh, I appreciate the, the opportunity and the offer. So let's go a little bit further here on this video because you either have to go to the extreme where you have to depend on something like a fasting program, which should only be done under medical supervision for good reason. And uh, they've uh, proven this because people who fast without medical supervision, and by the way, these people are, when they're fasting, They're rendered inactive. In other words, they're not supposed to be working. They're supposed to be kind of laying in bed. And if you have that luxury to spend five days, 10 days, or 40 days not working and not doing things, then maybe this is for you. But most of us have to do something to make a living or take care of our kids or do something that's productive. So let's go back to this interesting yet novel solution. I think I have a better one for you, though, so stay tuned, and I'll fill you in. Oil. So it's salt, oil, and sugar. Those are the chemicals that we put in the food that make us fat, sick, and miserable. So those are the words, salts, oil, and sugar. Yes, these are not actually food, but they're fractionated food byproducts that we put into the food to stimulate the dopamine in our brain. Got got it. So you were talking about... You know, healthy diet, healthy uh, uh, sleep, healthy exercise, 
And, and, you know, when you look at these things, you look at, you know, in bodybuilding, they'll say 80% of bodybuilding is diet. 20% is actually training because you got to eat right. And if you don't eat right, there's no way in the world you can compete because 80% is diet, right? How, mu- how much of us staying healthy has to do with, if you were to rank them, yeah. diet, sleep, exercise, sex, how much of a healthy living has to do with those four things? So the, the fact that was an amazing show. And now I want to put it all together for you. How do you locate these incredible natural herbs, organic, the best designed to help you to improve your hormonal balance, give you energy, help you to look and feel great? DocNutrients.com. This is our sponsor. There is a special quiz. Please take the immune system quiz, and it's going to give you some incredible feedback and ideas about how to strengthen your immune system and, uh, during these troubling times. Be can, well. It's 2021, and we're here to support you. Which can compromise your health. Which I, I'm going to have to agree. When you get your control or your program that guides your sleep, your activity... And the foods that you eat, and I'll include the supplements that you take as well that are personalized, you're going to be way ahead of most in accomplishing your goals. But the missing link really is the power of the mind because that is what directs at the subconscious level automatic behavior that causes people to eat when they're under stress or eat when they're celebrating or eat inappropriate foods because that's what they're conditioned to in their taste buds. But we can recondition that. Trust me on this. And try it out. I'm going to give you a special offer in the show notes of creating your amazing future. And I assure you, it's so much easier to listen to this program while you're at home in your real environment and going about to work and daily activities, whatever it is you do, listening to this program. And this is my plea to you. Just let the process occur because within seven days, your subconscious mind starts to change. Within 14 days, you start making better decisions and behaviors start to change. Within 30 days, you're putting in full force during the same time that you would live at their center at about, I'm going to guess, $200, $250 a day. Um, and, of course, there's medical supervision. There's some risk with the fasting. And yet, it can work for those people who think there's no other way and they don't understand the power of the subconscious mind. But let's go back because give it a moment. You're going to learn some amazing things. And why not combine the best of both worlds? Let's check it out. So you're not even putting one ahead of the other one. What I'm saying is that the largest effect size is in fact is diet. diet. But the fact is that if you compromise sleep, you compromise health. If you compromise, uh, if you get inadequate activity, you'll still eventually compromise health. Interesting. So I would, I would agree. I think he's right. If you compromise your sleep, your mental processes are not appropriate. You, you're not making good judgments. They've even induced in people who are sleep-deprived, psychosis, schizophrenia, many different type of labeled emotional-type disorders, affective disorders. Sleep is critical, not just for rejuvenation, but for day-to-day function. And early to bed and, you know, as as close to sundown as possible for circadian rhythms and waking up without an alarm uh, with, you know, for eight hours sleep 
Sometimes people need nine, some people need seven. Depending on your diet, it may affect how much sleep you need. Also, your activity. You can make a choice, a conscious choice, to exercise first thing in the morning, go for a walk at lunchtime or in the evening, and you can also choose exactly what goes into your mouth. And that's why um, I even teach courses on how to uh, eat out at restaurants. See this little picture at the bottom? This this is cute. I think you'll like it. See the little guy in the car. So many choices as long as I stay away from oil, MSG, eggs, and sugar. Now remember, he said SOS, sugar, salt, uh, sugar, oil, and uh, SOS, and salt. Now, I put it as MSG because MSG is like a, a food additive that tends to overstimulate the appetite. And so when I'm teaching restaurant outings, Mexican food, American, Italian, Chinese, Thai food, there, there are certain choices that you need to start making if you do eat out at restaurants or at least eat some leading up to going to a restaurant where you know the food is not going to be all as conducive to your life plan. So uh, again, let's go back to the video because some of these decisions can make all the difference in the world, whether you succeed or whether you fail. Uh, so you, in, in other words, you are putting diet ahead of the other two. If you were to only do one, you are putting one ahead of the other two. Of the things that we have to implement in people, probably 80% of it uh, is involved in controlling what people put in their mouth. Uh, got it. So pleasure trap, you know, what inspired you want to write this book? I mean, obviously it's done very well. I'm looking at the reviews. Uh, what, what inspired you want to write this book? Well, you know, we've been in practice a long time before we started writing The Pleasure Trap, and the idea was to try to explain how it was these patients that we were seeing get well were actually getting well, trying to come up with a, an explanation that made sense that was consistent with our experience uh, and the facts as, as we could determine them. So I, I think it's important to recognize that when we determine the facts of what he talks about, the pleasure, pleasure trap. And what I talk about is what everyone really needs to understand is how to accomplish weight loss and energy now. Because it's not just the weight loss, it's having energy and doing it in a productive fashion. Because when you're fasting, you don't have energy. Uh, so I wanted you to take a look at this. Uh, this is a, a little lead into the next cartoon uh, that's in my original book. Your cholesterol level was what? She's on the phone. And she goes, what can I do? And meanwhile, her other hand is grabbing into the refrigerator and throwing away in, into the trash. I'd probably give it to homeless people, but butter, eggs, cheese, and that kind of thing. I, and again, I, I say that with all respect to homeless people because there's so many people that are ending up homeless at this time. It's very stressful times. So I'm not belittling that we need to choose the food that we eat appropriately. But you can do certain things that won't be conducive to good health. So let's, let's go back to this. This is a very good uh, video segment here. And so, you know, in our mind, the pleasure trap, that is the artificial stimulation of dopamine in your brain, uh, that dopamine is what's associated with pleasure. The more dopamine, the more pleasure. The more dopamine, the better the food tastes, the, more, the better the experience uh, is perceived. The reason why your brain gives you dopamine is to reinforce behaviors that favor survival and reproduction. So it's not surprising that the only natural normal stimulants of dopamine are food and sex. 
Okay, so he, he put it pretty clearly. The main stimulators of dopamine, which drives you to seek pleasure, is food, your taste buds, and it sends a signal to the brain, and, and sex, making love. Uh, without a doubt, uh, w- without the drive to make love and, and seek a partner, we wouldn't have a society. No one would procreate. Because kids are a lot of work. <laughs> I have grandkids too. So trust me, I, I know. Uh, but I will say that dopamine is something that is released uh, when we make the right selections and the right choices in our life. So back to my book again, the foods that we eat, as was mentioned, is a releaser of dopamine. Sure, concentrated sugars and, and alcohol and these things can release dopamine. But uh, here's a picture of, of me again uh, wearing... Uh, uh, that is reading the label of, of some foods of what's the fat, protein, cholesterol, sodium. But more importantly, I would go further and say, how important is it that you eat the right whole natural foods so that you don't have these excessive dopamine releasers? So let, let's go back to what he's talking about. Food and sex are the only natural, normal, intense stimulants of dopamine, as you'd expect, because if you didn't engage in enough feeding behavior, you wouldn't survive. If you didn't engage in enough sexual behavior, you wouldn't survive. And so it, it's, it's logical that the, body would, the brain would reward the body by engaging in these uh, positive behaviors. The problem is humans got really clever, and we learned to short-circuit this very natural system with the use of certain chemicals, and one of the most obvious are drugs, alcohol, cocaine, uh, uh, methamphetamines. These chemicals all stimulate dopamine production and make people feel good. The problem is it's an, it's an unnatural s- stimulation and so it can lead to addiction. I mean, that's the hallmark of addiction where you're having to do something to continue not only to feel good, but to avoid feeling very bad, you know, the withdrawal effect. And the same thing. So think about it. That, that is a critical distinction. Drugs, methamphetamine, cocaine, all these drugs, they release dopamine. It gives you a sense of temporary pleasure. But what he said was coming off those drugs or the abuse in regards to uh, addiction where you know your body basically craves it physically, not just emotionally. Uh, heroin, um, some of these medications that are used during surgery, powerfully addictive. Um, I never forgot uh, when I was younger, I had an appendicitis, and the doctor said, we're going to remove your appendix. And they did, and and I was in a lot of pain. They gave me a medicine, and the pain went away. And then when I was trying to get off the medicine, I I was like going through the wall, not because of the pain, but because the addiction to the drug. I got a glimpse of what it's like to be severely addicted, and people are addicted to food, Excess extreme processed foods, oils are highly processed. The oil came from nuts, seeds, avocados, olives. Leave them in the whole food so the fiber intact absorbs slowly. Sugar is extracted from sugar beets. The beets are good for you, the sugar's not. So it really gets back to this SOS, uh, which is, of course, sugar, oil, and salt is very addictive. For some people, small amounts of salt are reasonable. Uh, But I'll go further and say that the biggest danger and risk is protein because people are addicted to animal protein and animal protein is loaded with fat and cholesterol. It has no fiber, much more addictive. So I would almost call it uh, SOP, sugar, oil, and protein, which you might find surprising, but it's very true. Salt, 
yeah, you can sprinkle a little bit after your foods are cooked and keep it under control, relatively speaking. Uh, but let's 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 go back to here. I wanted to show you an image on the book here and why I'm talking about protein. You know, uh, this image shows that the original studies of rats' milk was shown to have 25% protein. Protein, And in 1914, Osborne and Mendel did these rat studies, and they also compared human milk, which has only 6% protein, and the rats didn't grow very well drinking human milk. They gave rats actual human milk. The rats, given their own milk, 25% protein grew properly. And so it led to the belief that meat, cheese, eggs, and dairy product, which are approaching, say, 25% protein, is what rats need to grow on. They're carnivores. And it shows a picture of this rat. I need this meat to grow. (laughs) But it shows a short intestinal tract of a rat. And you compare that to the human, uh, a fit-looking gentleman here. I need grains, fruits, and vegetables for energy, ancient grains preferably, and tubers and beans and vegetables and all these things. We thrive and we get all the protein we need. So one of the myths is protein myths that you have to understand. So I say the worst is SOP, sugar, oil, and protein in excess. Switch over to the plant-based proteins. It'll make a huge difference. So let's go back to his discussion here. What happens when you add these chemicals into the diet? They taste really good. They make foods taste good because they result in dopamine stimulation in the brain, just like that drugs do. But it's an artificial stimulation, and you can literally develop an addiction, if you will, uh, to the artificial stimulation of these chemicals. And now you have to keep eating these chemicals to avoid feeling very bad. And people don't like to think of themselves as addicts because they're eating a sugar, salt, and oil-rich diet. But the reality is when they try to stop it, it's very difficult. And that's why... So I would agree with him. It's very difficult to stop uh, because they're addicted. And going back to this image in my book here, it's, it shows a fat factory, and it shows fat goes in at the, at the top here, and then it feeds in through, and it goes right to the fat cells, and the fat cells, here's a comment by a fat cell, it goes, I found a great place to live in this body. Lots of fat friends in the hips, thighs, buttocks, and stomach. And then over here, it goes, the complex carbohydrates are going in, the fruits, vegetables, beans, peas, and so forth, and they're coming in, and, and down here it goes, uh, I need fat to grow. I'm shrinking. So the fat cells are shrinking while the glucose is giving energy to the cells and fuel. So once you understand that cycle, it's a huge difference. So uh, let, let's continue here with, with uh, our, uh, our character, Chur, and, and uh, Dr. Goldhammer here. Let's, let's see what he has to say. Why today two-thirds of people are overweight or obese? You know, the majority of people are developing these chronic degenerative diseases, and people are dying um, and becoming debilitated, which is maybe even a bigger issue, years before um, they pass. You know, life expectancy up until recently had continued to increase. The last few years, it's actually starting to decrease. And even perhaps more important or urgent to people than life expectancy, that is how long they're going to live on average, is healthy life expectancy, how well they're going to live when they're alive. The reality is 9.6 years of debility is average now. 
So people are not living a, a good life and then having a good death where they go to bed and, and, and don't wake up. They're spending years or decades unable to talk or move, lying in nursing home beds, waiting for people to come and change their diaper because they've had strokes or heart attacks or preventable debilitating illnesses. And that's what we're interested in helping our patients prevent. We know they're not going to live forever. Look it. You have 109 billion modern humans that have been born on the planet. There's about 7.7 .7 billion of us alive today, but we only have good documentation of five people living past 117. You're not going to live forever. You have a one in 20 billion chance of living past 117 currently. So you know you're not living forever, but what you don't want to do is give up what could be the richest, most valuable years of your life, the last 10 or 20 years of your life, uh, give them up essentially because of short-term pleasure-seeking self-indulgent behavior that leads you into becoming debilitated unnecessarily. Yeah, that that's spot on what he's saying. And, and I know that from experience in working in physical therapy, in hospitals, doing internship and different work that I was doing, it was tragic. You would see what the what the patients were being fed, the diabetics, the ones scheduled for amputation, the ones that had cancer and heart disease they were feeding them these high pleasure foods in fact they even commented well we serve the best foods around just like the hotels and the hospital because we want our census or that is patients to come back to the hospital so they don't like say oh this this food is bland it doesn't have taste well initially you're making changes in your foods and your taste buds are going to take a little time to change so what he's saying is that short-term gain of that pleasure and indulgence which of course we eat every day and they're seeking some for some people they live to eat not eat to live and so I think that definition applies um, to many people. And he made a good point. There's, you know, X 400 billion people that have lived on the planet, but only five people are going to make it to 117 years of age, which is like almost astronomical low percentage that reach past the age of, of 110. But they're not even in good health. They're in diapers. So... I think the story is quite clear. Let's clean up our diet. Let's exercise. Let's take the right supplements. Let's optimize our hormones and get our mind in the right mindset. And you too will be incredibly happy, healthy, and successful. I've got to agree. Um, there's some exciting things, but we're going to come back on this segment uh, here in a little bit. And that segment, the next segment we're going to talk about has to do, uh, which is sponsored by Doc Nutrients, is what herbs and supplements will help you to lose weight to not have to depend on a water fast? Now, there are advantages for certain people, and the window of eating should be kind of kept between, say, 8 in the morning till 8 o'clock at night. Uh, some of the other folks are advocating an even more narrow window of, say, 12 noon to, uh, or, or that is 8 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon, and that's their last meal depends i mean it depends on how many hours you work if if sunset is coming around at five or six o'clock and you're able to get to bed by then that might work for you but more importantly let's be clear what does it take to live a longer better healthy life check out docnutrients.com we have a new uh, quiz uh, a hormone quiz evaluation and um, i want to continue our series uh, right here after this short break we'll come back thank you everyone 
That was an amazing show. And now I want to put it all together for you. How do you locate these incredible natural herbs, organic, the best, designed to help you to improve your hormonal balance, give you energy, help you to look and feel great? DocNutrients.com. This is our sponsor. There is a special quiz. Please take the immune system quiz, and it's going to give you some incredible feedback and ideas about how to strengthen your immune system during these troubling times. Be well. It's 2021, and we're here to support you.